0: Hello and welcome to Let Us Learn More, a podcast focused on produce industry education. As you know, we at The Packer put on a number of events each year and we wanted to preserve all the great information that comes from those educational sessions. This season of the podcast is focused on our Sustainable Produce Summit. So without further ado, enjoy the session.
1: Good afternoon. My name is Tom Karst, editor of The Packer, and I'm pleased to be joined by representatives from Tanamer and Antle today at the Sustainable Produce Summit. Our focus is taking care of people, obviously one of the core pillars of sustainability. And uh, today we have uh, several officials with Tanamer and Animal describing what they are doing for their employees and for their family of, of workers. Uh, we've got Scott Grabau, President and CEO of TNA. We've got Carrie Varney, Chief Administrative officer. Brian Antle is president of Plant Tape USA. And Briselda Gutierrez, employee housing supervisor. So I'm really excited to, to hear all your perspectives. I've, obviously, I've heard the, the overview story of what you're, what you're doing. And Scott, let's start with you. I'd, I'd like to ask you about the philosophy that TNA has about uh, take care of its people. And uh, what are a couple of high points from your perspective?
2: Well, thanks, Tom. You know, first, I guess I want to say that I'm uh, um, honored that Tandemar and Angela was thought to talk about sustainability in our people. Uh, you know, there's so many elements, sustainability, from farming practices to um, uh, farmland management, to packaging and so forth. And and talk about our employees is just a place to start because really uh, uh, our employees are such a critical uh, a factor in our success. I think it's, it's, it's our culture and our values where that sits uh, as the forefront in regards to our sustainable. Uh, you know, Tenor natural, uh, uh in our, in our culture statement you know, it that we provide in providing our quality uh, and our service and our innovation is all framed around our focus and an important part for us, because as we look at our history, as our culture, as we look at how we partner with our customers, with our growers, we're true partners with our employees, all the way from ownership, uh, down to uh, the path that they, that they uh, uh, perform. And so we're super excited uh, to be able to talk through this with you today. We've got a team of individuals that are in and different areas of our company to be able to share with you, might be on our housing that we built, be able to provide um, affordable housing in our area, might be in regards to our benefits or anywhere from our employee ownership. So thanks, Tom, for the uh,
1: opportunity. Well, excellent, Scott. That's uh, that's a great overview. And Carrie, let's uh, a little a little from your perspective. Um, as, as you are, are sitting in your position as Chief Administrative Officer, uh, you see all the benefits that TNA provides to its employees. So how do you see that? And, and what makes it distinctive perhaps in the industry at this point?
3: Okay, I thank you. I think that uh, it's interesting if you look back over the years, uh, Tanner offered benefits long before uh, the Affordable Care Act required it. And if you go back to basic benefits, uh, a person who works in the field would have the same benefits as someone who works in the office and executive that it's always been a staple that we'd offer, whether it's medical, dental, vision, counseling services that we felt all along the families have felt that uh, our greatest asset is our people.
1: One of the things that has been mentioned a couple times, Carrie, uh, employee owned uh, model, uh, tell us a little bit about how that came to be, and it's it's quite unusual, right? In in the uh, produce industry.
3: Exactly. Uh, we became in 2017. The owners were meeting, deciding what would what would what could we do? And you know, there's lots of options for liquidity in a company, but our owners thought that the greatest thing to do would be to do something that would keep a company in perpetuity and reward the employees. And so the owners allowed the employees to be partners and be co-owners with them in the business. And we did that in 2017. And if you read about some ESOPs, they, they take care of just office workers. But this went out to every person, every position in the company is now we're partners. All 3,000 employees, we work together and we're co-owners together in the ESOP.
1: That's amazing. Um, and how has that, carried going back to you, uh, how has that influenced the tenure people? Does it make a difference to them that, that this is offered as a big benefit?
3: Hey, part of our issue is educating people to be what it means, because as you know, our workforce, they the here and now is very important. But as we've taught them more about the value of retirement, they're seeing that. Uh, we also offer a 401k, and it took several years for people to understand the value of a 401k. I remember the we have a person who works in HR who's been a 25-plus-year employee. She was able to borrow money to buy her first home, and she became a poster child of the 401k. And as we do that with the and our employees understand, they will greatly appreciate the benefit. They appreciate it now, but they will appreciate it more as they understand the benefit.
1: Interesting, interesting. And Roselda uh, Gutierrez, good to good to see you today. And uh,
4: thank you. I want to ask
1: you about you know how you got started with TNA and uh, what's your background with the company.
4: Um, yes, I began in the agriculture uh, with a labor contractor, not with TNA in 1996, and then and they closed uh, their business, and then I started with TNA in 1998 um, in the field packing, cutting, making boxes and the broccoli crew. I learned all regarding the uh, operations and the fields with the machines and I become a uh, assistant of a person. I was bus driver and finally I become a foreman and with a big responsibility because everything need to be at the end of the day in perfect conditions. Um, and then in um, because I started like labor and then and it's really hard work in the field. Um, but when you learn something different, you get a passion for it. And then I did. For me, it's, it's amazing. And then I, right now, um, after that, I, I start to work in the quality control department and they give me the opportunity to become a supervisor in the field, and in the cooler. Um, I learned all the specification for the product that company harvests. And then and, uh, big responsibility, implement the specification and procedures, assuring all that quality product, uh, go to the customers, uh, going to in perfect condition. Um, I have a working close uh, relationship with all the managers, supervisors, um south people, cooler people and and you know, it, it's amazing because I never think I learned a lot of a lot a lot of product I never seen before. You know, it is um uh, it is really good to know everything about the agriculture industry and I'm very proud. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and, and just, just your background, I mean, not, I mean, few people have the experience that you have had and now working with the housing, um, what does it mean to your, the people that, that are uh, able to live in, in the facilities, so what does it mean to them to have that type of a facility and describe a little bit about, um, you know, what it is and what's, what the benefit is there?
4: Okay um well my current position is um supervisor in despercos crossing um, i told to everybody this is an amazing project created for tanima on 9 2016 and then and we provide to our um, resident um, safe safe mm, comfortable home at really low cost because here in the area in the monterey county the rent is very, very expensive. And then it's for all the employees working for Tani Morenanto. And our resident complex consists in eight buildings, 102 bedroom, two bathroom uh, units with a capacity for eight people uh, up to in the unit. We accommodate to eight people. It is dependent preference, um, it's fully furniture. Uh, with all the necessary utensils, utensils and linens. And also we included two laundry rooms, uh, recreation area, fields, soccer, and baseball, um, and indoor basketball court, uh, a lot of several barbecue picnics um, through the facilities. And then uh, we have a convenience store too with internet cafe to our residents. And my responsibility is to assist to our residents, coordinate all the preference for each one, and then assign the space when they're living with the people they want to live. Okay, and we provide to them all the information regarding the policies we have here in the housing, and the emergency evacuation training uh, plan training we we provide them too. I collect all of that information in the new program we have for um, real estate, the E-1 program. And then in, we run the conven- convention store and we involve in all the purchases, uh, sales, inventory, um, and we maintain every day here in the housing cleaning, outside the laundries, the recreation room, the hallways, and all the facilities day by day. Uh, and we, um, any issue happen in the unit, uh, we need to involve and we try to fix every day, everything. And finally, at the end of the season, um, when the employee is leaving, uh, we need to start to clean, disinfection, and chopping uh, a lot of stuff we need for the next season. And we are updating all the apartment for the
1: next um, season, when that people
4: they come back, yeah, yeah. See, my that's,
1: job. <laughs> that's that's amazing. And Scott yeah. and Carrie, and when you talk about that, uh, that's a pretty significant investment, uh, but it, it must be appreciated and and uh, something that uh, is valuable to, to your employees.
4: Yeah, the people they are really live here happy because they feeling um, when they live living. They don't want to leave because they feel here like home. And when they come back, they are really happy. And we are like customer service. And let me tell you something. The first time we come, my husband and myself to Salinas, uh, we don't have any place to live because we don't know anybody. We don't know um, credit history. And it, it is hard to get a house here. And then... That's the reason I told everybody here, hey, hey, you have that privilege to live here. Mm-hmm. We don't have that privilege before. And then I'm 22 years working for TNA. Yep. It's, yeah, it's, it's amazing.
1: That's very cool. And is it what's? I know the growing season can vary, but what's the typical uh, season like for your workers? How long do they stay with you in that particular location there at Spreckles?
4: It is a penta crop because uh, we start with the broccoli first and, uh, oh, i will start with the planting for Brian. And then uh, we have uh, transplanting people in, at the beginning of the February. And then we continue with uh, uh, receiving people for the broccoli flower at the middle of the March. And then the lettuce and the romaine heart, they start working in Tres Picos area, but they traveling every day. People from here in the buses that company provides for them. Yeah. And It is, depend, uh, it is depend, the panda crop, let's tell you, is seven months, six months uh, is living here in the house.
1: I bet it's a real sense of community as well to to have you.
4: Yes, and they have a barbecues, like weekends, um, because it's acceptable to drink. It's mm. not everybody's adult here. And then I think they're really funny. The weekends with the people here.
3: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Scott and Carrie, uh, as, as you as you think about that investment, uh, do you feel like it's paid off in terms of uh, what it brings to the company as well?
2: Yeah, Tom. Scott, I mean, all, all, mm-hmm. I'll add a little bit of color to that. Um, uh, it is a tremendous value to the company, um, and it's it's immeasurable in, in regards to how that's paid off. Uh, a lot of our employees are here locally, um, they don't travel, uh, they work in the area, but there's a lot of employees that just didn't have a place to come stay and coming here. And it wasn't about investment in, in housing. It wasn't about what the to be on that investment. And when you talk about sustainability, as it was about how do we provide those employees that don't have the um, and our area that, that travel along and work for our company have been doing that for many, many years. And so um, it's, not a, it's not a monetary uh, uh, value that you can put on it, right? It's about the workforce and the appreciation.
1: Very cool, very cool. Kerry, anything to add along that line? or
3: I, Some of the greatest experiences have been how... Uh, an employee will walk into the place and they're just blown away by how wonderful the inside of the apartments are. And they say, this is better than my home at home. And that just gives you great pride that when they come in, they're just so excited to be a part of the Tanner Morano family. It's really cool.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I I wanted to talk to Brian now. Uh, You've got the, uh, the title of uh plant tape usa president so uh tell first tell us a little bit about what that is i know it's I, i've seen videos of what you do and it's kind of impressive uh, the technology just a brief little uh, sketch of what what you're doing right
5: yeah thanks tom uh so plant tapes are automated transplanting system that uh, we purchased back in 2015 so I was put in charge of the global uh, commercialization of that. And we now have offices here in America and also over in Europe, servicing customers from every corner of the globe with their uh, their needs for transplanting is labor and labor challenges get more difficult. Everybody's looking for solutions to, for their problems and plant tape's certainly been one of them.
1: Well, you know, your background with the, with the firm is, is a family tie and, um, you know, with your family and the Tanamura uh, family, um, how what's the what's the history of how they view their employees, and what's your sense of of their uh, the you know their philosophy, I guess, about about the people that make up their company?
5: Yeah, I've been uh, obviously very fortunate to grow up uh, within this company and within the families. You know, I mean, my side of the family, the Antles, obviously, and then. I consider the Tantamers to be just as much as family because they've been around them as much as I have my regular family, but uh, yeah, I mean, growing up for us kids, I mean, it was always instilled in us how important the, uh, the employees are, and that's something that was taken very seriously at a young age by myself, my siblings, my cousins. Um, you know, we, we can't do what we do without the employees here at and Antle. I don't think people realize you know, how much work goes into what we do. We cut 40 million cases of produce a year. If you do the math, that's close to or over a billion heads of produce that's cut by hand and placed in the boxes. And, you know, that's 2,000 people every day out in our fields doing the heavy work that nobody really sees, right? People just don't realize how much work goes into what we do. And I truly, there's, we could not do what we do without our employees, right? There's no mechanization or very little mechanization to what we do on the farm. So without the, uh, the hardworking employee owners, of Tamar animal, I mean, we're literally nothing. I mean, we, they're the only way to get the field, the product out of the ground and thankful every day for their loyalty and dedication to our company.
1: That is, I mean, you're right about the, the amount of work that is involved, uh, in Brazil. That I, I know you can speak to that firsthand, uh, what what does this year bring in terms of uh, challenges i know it's every year is different but uh, what about this year there's been so much uh, news about the virus and all that what what how has that changed uh, things uh, how, how have your employees done in in terms of just paying yes. the course what's it like
4: yeah we uh, like i told you before the unit is um, accommodate eight people in uh, Units, four in each room. But at this year, for the situation for the new virus, uh, uh, we accommodate only three per room for that distant space for um, six feet for each one. And then uh, it was that's what one change here in the housing. We have less people than, than the last year, um, but I think is fine, everything is okay. We don't have really, really big issues here in the housing. And we provide to them all the um, disinfectant uh, for the, we we have uh, free the laundry because they need to be, uh, wash all the linens every two or three days. And then, uh, but the people, you know, they, they really care. They are scary when they arrive here uh, because they were living with many people in the apartment, but it's nothing
1: happened. Everything is fine. Yeah. How, how does uh, you know, as you as you think to, about the future and and what you've done to build this culture that you've got with your employees, uh, are you optimistic about what the future holds? There's so many challenges out there for growers like you. Uh, what I'll, I'll welcome anybody anybody's comment on what uh, what. How optimistic are you about the future? What are the, what are the thoughts about the future?
2: Well, let me add a, a, a few things there, Tom, and, and then I'd be great. The rest of the, you know, the industry as a whole, right? We're all. I think that we all do this together. Um, a good, available workforce is top of mind for not just our company, but a lot of our uh, competition, and we have regular conversations about that. On a very frequent basis, um, you know, Brian's joining us today not only as a as a family member and, and uh, legacy to our ownership, but also uh, representing our innovation. And I think that uh, one of the things that we looked at in the future is, is not that we uh, will change as it's as framed up the barge to uh, harvesting of our and so forth. But how do we best utilize right? Um, our most important asset. How do we how do we use uh, their valuable time uh, together and in, in what we do? So as we innovate in different practices, it could be from weeding in the field to uh, transplanting. But we continue to innovate in each of the different areas, so that when it comes down to um, having that available oil workforce, that is top of mind for us. That we're able to deploy that, that labor where, where the labor is needed and any other function that we can automate, uh, we do where it makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Brian, you're if uh, I could uh,
2: add Oh, yeah. Yeah, go
1: ahead. Mm-hmm.
3: I was just going to add really quick, Tom, that um, what's really great for me is the culture is the same it was when I started 23 years ago, that if there's a decision to be made, you consider the effect on the employees and you don't look at a financial decision. You look at how does it affect our employees? And we make good decisions because we consider what matters most. So that's what I think. This system it's definitely sustainable as we do that.
1: Good thought. Good thought. Um, Brian, did you have a thought about technology? It, its It might change the, the, the look of what a worker does maybe in 10 years compared to now, but, uh, they're just, you're going to still need those, uh, those workers, won't you in some capacity?
5: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as Scott was saying, I mean, the, the industry is continuing to innovate out of necessity. Uh, you know, the world's always going to need vegetables. We're always going to need to eat. Uh, how we do that, I think is going to certainly change And I think the innovation is, uh, is adapting to the changing workforce, right? I mean, there, you know, Scott was bringing up the idea of, uh, you know, the weeding. You know, we don't have people beating our door down wanting to go out and hoe weeds in the field all day, right? So we're creating machines to do that. We're taking transplanting. That's a job nobody really has a desire to do. So we're looking how can we mechanize that. So I think, uh, you know, at face value, it looks like we're eliminating jobs, but in truly we're creating better jobs for our employees, right? Now the guy that was out walking around with a hoeing is, hoeing a field all day by hand is now driving a tractor while the machine's doing it. We can take those valuable employees and deploy them to other areas of our business where we can find greater efficiencies in our other areas and hopefully continue to provide uh, safe, nutritious vegetables to everybody in the future.
1: That's a great thought. That's a great thought. And Brazil, I don't know if you had any thoughts about the future. Are you are you optimistic as well? And and uh, the changing face of agriculture. It's always it's always evolving. But what's what's your thought?
4: Ah, uh, it, I think a lot of people they don't want to continue working in the field um, for the hard work, and then they looking for another choices. But I think it's necessary uh, because. The people in, in the field, is, um, is an implement they, all the time that we need, and then, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, all the time. I remember before, uh, it's a lot of people coming to work in the field, but uh, now our sons, like my son, um, they don't continue in, in the field like us. They go in and looking for another opportunities. And go to that coalition you know that's the reason a lot of our sons um they don't work in the field and then and i i hope everything will be well, well for the next candidate generation, generations or future
3: uh-huh.
4: um, and we can i hope we continue working at the company too long long time yeah
1: that sounds that sounds very good and i, I there's so much uh, good things that you guys are doing and I appreciate your, your explaining all that. And uh, again, the taking care of people. That's, uh, that's our theme today. And uh, I really appreciate all of you being here to talk about it. It's been awesome. So thank Thanks so much. And thanks for our digital audience. That's uh, that's also listening in. Thank you very much.
3: Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thanks again for listening to this great content from our Sustainable Produce Summit. We hope to see you at our next event. Remember, we've got West Coast Produce Expo, the Global Organic Produce Expo, and the Sustainable Produce Summit all as part of the roster. And of course, you can always read our reporting on thepacker.com and producemarketguide.com along with our weekly newspapers and magazines every other month. Thanks again for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Let Us Learn More podcast.